Blog Talk Radio. You are solely responsible for your interactions with other listeners of the Love Zone USA. You understand that the Love Zone USA does not in any way screen its listeners, nor does the Love Zone USA inquire into the backgrounds of its listeners or attempt to verify the statements of its listeners. The Love Zone USA makes no representations or warranties as to the conduct of its listeners or their compatibility with any current or future listeners. In no event shall the Love Zone USA or Blog Talk Radio be liable for any damages whatsoever, whether direct, indirect, general, special, compensatory, consequential, and or incidental, arising out of or relating to the conduct of you or anyone else in connection with the use of this service, including without limitation bodily injury, emotional distress, and or any other damages resulting from communications or meetings with other listeners of this service or persons you meet through this service. You agree to take reasonable precautions in all interactions with other listeners of the Love Zone USA, particularly if you decide to meet in person. In addition, you understand that the Love Zone USA makes no guarantees, either expressed or implied, regarding your ultimate compatibility with individuals you meet through listening to the Love Zone USA. The Love Zone USA. The Love Zone USA. Thank you. 
Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Love Zone USA. That's our theme song. It's the place where you can listen to your heart and we live, love, and learn. My name is Mike D. I'll be your host until 10 p.m. Oh, we got a show for you tonight, but before we get into that, I'd like to uh, congratulate my team, the Giants. We've got a new quarterback. His name is Daniel Jones. He uh, doesn't live too far from me, from what I understand. He shops at my shopping um, uh, supermarket, because when I went in there the other day, the guys told me. Well, anyway, congratulations. I know there's football on tonight. I want you to turn down the sound. I want you to get into this. We'll be off before the game, so you'll be able to check it all out. Uh, but uh, turn down the sound on the TV, and I'll be here until 10. We've got a brand new uh, doctor in the house tonight that we're going to introduce to you. It's Dr. Zaleka Hepworth-Claire. Now, I'll get that clarified when she gets here, because you know me. I'm used to butchering names. On the... uh, other side of the coin, if you have have to leave for any reason this evening, make sure you take us the show on the go because tomorrow you can check us out on iHeart, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, all of the usual the usual places plus Apple. We're everywhere. We're going to be in a few more places pretty soon, and we're going to make that announcement once we get it done. But I uh, will let you know as soon as that happens. As we always do, uh, we're going to do a show tonight that uh, hopefully will educate, elevate, and most of all, entertain. I think uh, you will get into that once uh, we get rolling. We're going to be talking to our guest tonight, Dr. Clark. That's what I'm going to call her. Yes, for sure. <laughs> and uh, she should be here around 830. So I want you guys to sit back, relax, and most of all, enjoy as we kick it off with some brand new music. I got some Richard Elliott here. This one we're gonna kick off tonight with a song entitled Ricochet.
when I need a lethal weapon against the challenges of love, I'll call on the Love Zone USA. This is Danny Glover.
the king of pop, Michael Jackson. My man, I used to work with the king of pop. Oh, what an individual. Those were the good times. It's entitled Rock My World. We're going to rock more of your world in just a little bit. We'll be back with more great music and uh, tell you what this show is all about. Right after this. Want to generate more traffic and sales for your business starting now? Well, here's the marketing tool you've been looking for. What about advertising your business product or service to singles? Well, everybody knows singles have the most money to spend, and the LoveZoneUSA.com has accumulated the largest audience of singles on Internet radio. They've done this through a variety of shows discussing sex and controversial topics in the areas of relationships, dating, and marriage. They've also attracted celebrities to their show who are known by millions of listeners and fans, like The Temptations, divorce attorney Raul Felder, Gloria Allred, and Danny Glover. Your business will be exposed as a sponsor of a variety of shows with universal themes featuring love and music, celebrities, sex, and other controversial topics, offering your business maximum exposure to singles who have the most discretionary income to spend. So contact one of our business consultants today so they can show you how you can generate more traffic and sales to your website by becoming a sponsor of the LoveZoneUSA.com. And if you want to sponsor our show, all you have to do is send an email with uh, sponsorship in the subject line and send it to sales at thelovezoneusa.com. Well, I'm going to tell you what to know tonight's show is about. Yeah, this has been a little uh, burning on the internet. We are going to talk about a show entitled, you know what Fantasia says? She was on the... Uh, uh, radio station in New York, Breakfast Club. And she says, you know what? You're going to stay single, ladies, if you don't learn how to submit. Hmm. Yeah. Submit. A lot of you got a problem with that word, and we're going to clarify that for you tonight. But we're going to talk about it. Fantasia. Yeah, she's the one that said it. And her, her and her husband have a loving marriage relationship. And guess what? She makes more money than he does. And she admitted that he's a felon. That's right. You've got a worldwide artist who makes her revenue from worldwide revenue. And she's uh, married to a felon. And he, as she stated, is the head. She is the neck. We're going to talk about that with our uh, doctor tonight. And we're going to try to, uh, as we always say, educate, elevate, and entertain. I'm going to do some more entertaining until our guest comes in on the Love Zone USA with something brand new by Post Malone. This one is entitled Circles on the LoveZoneUSA.com.
The Love Zone USA, where you can listen to your heart, and we live and and learn.
Brand new music by Sean Mendez and Camilo Sabello. It's entitled Senorita. Here inside the Love Zone USA, uh, this is yours truly, Mike T. On the ones and twos, and uh, we've got a special show for you tonight. Uh, yeah, this one is, I guess, uh, inspired by Fantasia. Yes, Fantasia inspired the show tonight, and you know what? I think I have my guest in the house. We're going to bring her on in just a second. Like I said, we're going to talk about this show because Fantasia said to women, independent women, that uh, you'll be single until you submit. Now, I was on Facebook uh, this past week when that uh, statement was made, and there was a lot of chatting going on. And before we allow you guys to call in, I'm going to bring my guest on and uh, introduce her to you. She's a new... uh, Doctor in our, I guess, uh, welcoming love zone. <laughs> We're going to welcome her into the love zone just in a minute. But uh, she's a family psychologist and uh, therapist. And I'm going to let her give you more of her background as I welcome her into the love zone. Dr. Clark, are you there? Yes. Greetings. Greetings. Welcome. Welcome to the Love Zone. It's our pleasure to have you this evening. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. We're glad you're here. Uh, Why don't you, before we get into our topic tonight, I'd like to uh, let our audience know a little bit about you, and you can tell them uh, a little bit about your background before I go into the first question and put you into what we call the Love Zone Hot hot Seat. (laughs) All right. Um, well, uh, I am Dr. Zuleika Hepworth-Clark. I am also known as the American Sexosopher. I have three degrees in human sexuality from accredited universities in the United States. I co-founded an anti-racist sexuality program at Goddard College in Vermont, and I'm currently providing therapeutic, educational, and consulting services um, through my business called the Pluriversity. So I specialize in improving relationships, working through sexual challenges, um, struggles related to issues around sexuality, gender, love, passion, pleasure, fulfillment, or decolonization. So thank you for having me. I'm a a social worker, a clinical sexologist, a sexuality uh, counselor. So that's part of the work that I do. And if I may, um, do you do you often, or as a part of your practice, do you work with couples who are getting ready for divorce or uh, having challenges? And uh, we'll get into the sex thing a little in a minute, but uh, just normal challenges of of about to break up. Do you do you handle those type of situations as well? Yes, um, any couples or even if. They're in non-traditional relationship structures with more than two involved, um, practicing ethical non-monogamy, for example. I work with uh, lots of different, uh, many different people, Um, different genders, different sexual orientations, different romantic interests. Um, And each person is different and each couple is unique and they have their own challenges. And um, I have to say, communication is key. 
Well, Dr. Clark, um, just just as my last question before we get into the first question, um, how long have you been been in in practice? Um, I got uh, my master's in social work in 2012, so I've been kind of uh, practicing for a little a little while. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. it sounds like it. Well, we're going to start off with this question, being that I, I uh, sent you some information, but I just wanted to find out, are you familiar with the statement that uh, Fantasia made on air at the Breakfast Club, or did you get a chance to review uh, yeah. some of that statement and you know, maybe some things that people commented online, which I'll go into a little later on in the show? Uh, and did you by any chance to get a chance to check any of that out? I, I took a I took a brief uh, look at uh, some of the comments and I listened to her statement. Okay. Um, yeah. So what do you what do you feel? I guess you um, we'll get right into it. What do you feel about her statement from from the door uh, in regards to what she said about? Uh, I think she was referring to independent women and their role in the relationship and that they they need to submit. Um, I think the first thing I'd like to say is there's no one way to do a relationship. And so, like, what works well in one relationship may not work as well in another. And I think a big piece of it is um, reciprocity So, um, and building trust and communication. Um, I think that, um, uh, again, I, I think communication is key and concerning Submitting, I think sometimes that that's a loaded term depending on which definition. I think it can imply um, uh, power and superiority. So I just want to uh, say that, that there are many definitions. And I think about more um, even in the kinky realm where um, submission and domination are used very seriously and that um, it works for some people and it doesn't work for others. And um, I think it could be um, a misunderstanding to conflate um, manhood with dominance and womanhood with submission. I think that people should uh, be aware of their strengths and limitations and work together and negotiate what works best for their um, building peace and harmony within the relationship. Well, she also said she was the neck and he is the head, and mm-hmm. one doesn't work without the other. Uh, what is your take on that particular statement? Yeah, I think um, I think it's an interesting. I think it's an important point that she makes. Um, that you know, there's a lot going on in the in the neck. You can't have a, he- a working head without the neck. There's a voice is in the neck. Um, both are vital. And I think that it is important to work together um, in, as it relates to a relationship. So, uh, yeah, I think that that's it's a, good, it's a good part. But it's also there's lots of different body parts, and each plays a, uh, an important role, and it serves um, different functions, and um, both are very important. Well, I, uh, I had uh, some 
some points on that and speaking to a chat that was online and uh, I'll bring that up in a little while, but um, I guess my take on it was to, I got the feeling that she was speaking more from a biblical sense. And mm-hmm. as I mm-hmm. had posted on, in, on, on Facebook and I kind of agree with you, you know, different relationships require different ways of uh, people handling that and, and, and handling their own relationship. But the two points I want to come back to when we, we when we speak is uh, one I want to give a Bible perspective of of submission, and I think she was speaking mm-hmm. from that aspect. And the second piece uh, I want to talk about roles because you did mention the word role, and as I mm-hmm. pointed out, and and I do believe that in every organization, every company, every uh, you know, in the army, the navy, you know, you even get in the bloods of the crypts. You, I mean. Every kind of organization has roles. And uh, mm-hmm. when we come back, I want to talk about that regarding, you know, what you said about, you know, the role in a relationship. And we're going to come back with Dr. Clark uh, with um, right after this music. And I'm going to bring her back. We're going to talk about roles and, and how roles play in various um, organizations, especially in marriage. Dr. Clark, would you hang in there with me? Yeah. Okay, we're going to come back with Dr. Clark, and in a little while, we're going to take some phone calls. We're going to give out the telephone number, but right now, I want to get in some more new music. This was entitled, Someone You Love. It's brand new by Louis Capaldi, here inside the LoveZoneUSA.com. <laughs> I'm going on during this time I feel there's no one to save me This all and nothing really got away You're driving me crazy I need somebody to hear Somebody to know Somebody to have Somebody to hold It's easy to say But it's never the same I guess I kind of like the way you know all the pain It's now the day bleeds into nightfall And you're not here to get me through it all I let my gut down and then you pull the rug I was getting kind of used to being someone you love I'm going under in this time I feel there's no one to turn to Nothing we love and go be sleeping without you. Now I need somebody to know, somebody to hear, somebody to have, just to know how it feels. It's easy to say, but it's never the same. I guess I kind of like the way you help me escape. Now the day bleeds into nightfall, and you're not here. Get me through it all I let my gut down And then you pull the rug I was getting kind of used to being someone you love And I try to close my eyes When it hurts sometimes I fall into your arms I'll be safe in your soul Till I go back around For now the day Tonight fall 
Live on the Love Zone USA with my man Mike T. Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern and expecting to hear from you with Mike T. on the Love Zone USA.com.
body cream with my sex machine. I won't stop until I hear mother scream. That's Joe, ladies, and you know, he's the kind of man that will do all the things your man won't do if he's making you submit too much. Make sure you uh, <laughs> definitely check out Joe. We're going to come back uh, with our guest, uh, and we're going to uh, talk more about this submission with uh, Dr. Clark, and we're going to come back right after this. I understand we got a caller, and we're going to try to take your calls in just a little while. We'll be back right after this. Want to hear your music on an amazing HD quality stereo portable sound system at your next beach, pool party, barbecue picnic? While entertaining friends and family, well, all you need is the Masterpiece Portable Bluetooth Amplifier, which plays music on a rechargeable battery for up to 15 hours and comes with remote control. That's a local radio auxiliary port plugging in your TV, CD, or any other stereo device to hear music, movies, and amazing stereo sound, USB port, and of course, streaming music via Bluetooth from your laptop, tablet, or smartphone. FM radio replaced AM radio because of stereo. HD TV replaced two TV due to superior high definition sound and picture quality. But by purchasing the Masterpiece Bluetooth portable amplifier, it will replace your Bluetooth speaker, which is mono, and only one speaker, with the ability to connect to any two regular speakers streaming music or movies in amazing HD stereo sound with this small portable device. Get yours today. Be sure to use the coupon code by the announcer when ordering at the end of this commercial. Remember, listening to music or movies, stereo is much better than mono, and two speakers are always better than one. Be sure to check out our Bluetooth stereo amplifier. Remember, Bluetooth speakers, it's only one. It's mono. And like mono and AM, you want to check out FM and hear your music in stereo. So if you want one, just uh, type in, uh, send an uh, email to sales at masterpiececorp.com. That's sales at masterpiececorp.com. And in the subject line, put TLZ USA. That's your promo code. We're going to come back with our guest, Dr. Clark, and I want to talk to her about this particular uh, segment of uh, roles, roles in relationships. And when I think of roles, Dr. Clark, I think of, you know, your role at work with your boss, your role at, um, you know, in the army with a sergeant or, or as they say, a superior. Um, when she used that term, I want to talk about it a little later in the biblical sense, but just in the sense of a man's role and her role in a relationship, I think she was saying, to some degree, I got the uh, impression that she was saying she would let him lead and she would take a submissive role. But yet, when she referred to the queen and the king, she referred to that as one couldn't work without the other. So in the sense of role, and I understand you said earlier that each relationship is definitely different, but in, I guess, in her using the term in a biblical sense, 
there should be some hierarchy and a role for the woman to play in the relationship. So she was kind of referring to that she would be taking a more assisting role to the husband being the neck to the head. What's your take on that, uh, Dr. Clark? I think um, that seems to be working really well for her relationship, and um, it may not work in other relationships, so I think that it can be um, problematic to just generalize what will work for everyone. Um, I do Mm -hmm. think that it's important to assess people's strengths and be honest about limitations and to work together to build uh, harmony or peace or just uh, a healthy and happy relationship. So I think if, you know, he has great leadership skills, then it's good to allow him to lead the way um, and uh, give give space to be able to um, demonstrate strengths that they have. Um, But it also takes strategy and, um, you know, uh, I think that um, role plays, uh, role roles, should be negotiated, and it may not be the obvious or what is assumed, but really just tuning into the strengths of each individual. If he's good with finances or she's good with finances, it's something that um, there's so many different roles to play. There's so many logistics in terms of making the relationship work well that I think it, it can be flexible in terms of who does what, but I think that you know, if someone's a natural leader, that it's okay for that person to lead regardless of what gender what gender they are. Um, and just kind of negotiating what works well for that particular couple. I got you. I got you. And in the sense of, you know, dating, because uh, our show likes to, you know, we like to, well, I've always said that if you, Set it up on the front end, you'll have less problems on the back end. And I've Mm -hmm. spoken to many relationship advisors, and that's just my opinion, that if during the dating process, uh, Dr. Clark, would you kind of give us a sense as to when you would start negotiating these roles? Because if you're going to wait until you get married, I think it's a little late then. So, you know, there's... First date, second date, third date, 90 days, six months, one year. Now you got the engagement <laughs> ring on. When would you think is a good time when you look at those benchmarks to talk about the, the role? Or are you just going to let it wing it and see how it happens? And now this guy has a very domineering role while you're dating? Or would you, at what point do you think couples should address that role? If you're, if if we take you at what you're saying that each relationship is different, I think it has to be addressed at some point. So I guess the question on the on the benchmark timeline, you know, is it first date, mm-hmm. third date, ninety days, six months, uh, before sex, think, after sex? <laughs> <laughs> Ideally as soon as possible. I think open, honest, okay. clear, direct communication should be up front you know, kind of allow people to choose what they're getting themselves involved in. I think being transparent is an important piece, and sometimes it can be uncomfortable in the beginning, but it's better. There's so many people out there that you, if they're not okay with who you are and the strengths that you have, 
So that's something mm-hmm. that they should know early early on in the relationship. I think that it's important to um to communicate those things and and being able to self advocate for yourself, to be able to know yourself and um to communicate what your expectations are, your your desires and um those are really important to negotiate. Um yeah, before marriage, absolutely. Um and, and you said uh, as up as soon as possible. So, would 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 we be safe at saying that a woman who is not into well, let's put it. How can I how can I frame this? If she has a problem with submission, she on one hand she doesn't mind submitting, but mm-hmm. on the other hand, it depends on, I guess how domineering uh his submissions are so let's say he's a he's a guy who um hmm well we'll, matter of fact since you're you know kind of an expert at sex i think a lot of people had the problem with the submission because it might imply that the guy would be saying at some point in the relationship or acting like it that you know sex is on demand so if he is that type of uh, individual, how soon would you address that, uh, Dr. Clark, in the dating? Because if the woman is the type of woman that's going to let things flow, then sex on demand would not be a submissive thing that she's uh, going to comply with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes couples will surprise themselves. And I think what's important is to build trust. Um, and, you know, kind of sometimes it's the energy, it's context, or there's a lot of different factors. Um, but I think if, you know, there is a problem, if they have an inherent problem with submission, then that should be communicated. I think communicating boundaries and, you know, hard limits or what you're not comfortable with or what you're comfortable with is important to, to communicate that. Um, and I think, you know, bedrooms, Styles, love making styles can be different than how your what roles you have in terms of a logistics uh, with running running a household. Um, so all those things are really important to be able to communicate honestly and openly, and also being uh, flexible enough to know that things may change, or you know as things develop or uh, people grow, to be able to adapt to different. Um, uh, possibilities, but I think a key piece is to be able to self-advocate, communicate directly, check in um, in terms of having it being con- consensual, and also um, reciprocity is good. Like the amount of energy you can um, put out in a, a certain piece, but relationships take work, and um, I think that it that it's really important to communicate, again, what your needs are and um, and requests. I think there's a lot of assumptions that people make getting into relationships, and if they're not, and expectations that we have, so if they're not addressed or talked about, um, it's, it's people are, could get hurt, and expectations is the leading cause of heartbreak. So I think what's important mm-hmm. is to really be uh, upfront about 
and realistic about um, what you can offer and what you're willing to compromise on and um, and build trust and open and honest communication. Well, that uh, I think is very good advice. You know, uh, one of the things I want to get back to get into when we come back is R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Aretha said it best. You're going to find out what it means to me. And I think respect is is uh, a two-way street, but I think where when I was reading some of the comments, which I'll, I'll bring up in the second half of uh, the show uh, from Facebook, I think respect was misinterpreted, and people tended to think that respect was something that uh, if you if you termed it, if you termed your request wrong, then it would be a lack of respect. And I think that's something we can talk about when we come back. But I'm going to give the audience a chance to uh, speak to Dr. Clark. And if you want to call in and you've got a question or a statement that you want to make in regards to this show and title submission, give us a call right now, 347-539-5729. That's 347-539-5729. You have a chance to talk to Dr. Clark. And we're going to come back and talk about respect when we return. Right now, I'm going to take you in this maze, and we are one. That's the way relationships should be. We are one. On the Love Zone, USA.com.
Love Zone USA. Back to back to back to back to back to back.
the time. What goes up must come down. Here with yours, Julie Mike T on the Love Zone USA. That's Maze featuring Frankie Beverly. He's one of the interviews that I'm looking forward to having come by in the future. We've got some celebrities stopping by, as always, on the Love Zone USA. I'm going to tell you about some of our upcoming shows in just a minute, but I've got a caller on the line. I'm going to get into that right about now with our guest. I think I have uh, Linda. Linda from Queens, are you there? Yes, I'm here. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to the Love Zone. Is this your first time uh, listening? Are you a virgin? Yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good to know. We always like to check out the uh, uh, sexual listenership of the uh, audience. So I uh, understand you got a question or a statement for Dr. Clark. Uh, Go right ahead. Yes. So basically, I mean, you know, I've been hearing a lot of people talk about the statement that Fantasia makes, and I personally believe that whenever a woman has to submit to a man, that basically says she's not comfortable enough in her own skin. To me, that aligns with insecurity, because the truth of the matter is, whether you submit, you do whatever your man says, that's not going to prevent him from cheating on you. That's not going to prevent him from treating you bad. So the fact that I feel like she, the fact that she says that you need a woman needs to submit to their men, says a lot to me about her, like her how how much she really loves herself. Like does she really feel comfortable in her own skin? Like why would you feel the need to in a way lower your standards for you to have a man? Because it's like if I was a CEO at a company, I'm not gonna stop being a CEO because I want to have a husband. I'm gonna continue to be that CEO. Like the doctor says, um, you know. Everybody plays different roles in relationships, and I do believe that, you know, there has to be a leader in a relationship, but at the same time, we all have our strengths and weaknesses. We just have to compromise. But as far as the woman being submissive to their husband, that's just ridiculous. That's just ridiculous to me. It's like, no, it's not going to happen. It's not going to work for everybody, and that's just what it is. Well, do you, do, Linda, do you think the word submit is, you know, because I, I, I use the word obey, and I did a show mm-hmm. on that. And I won't bring that up right. tonight, but uh, um, <laughs> I, I just have to term it this way. Mm-hmm. When I think of submit and obey, I think of a dog and a cat. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And just to clarify things, just in my own humble opinion, I don't think that any woman, when when the word submit is used, I don't think it's being termed as like a sergeant in the army that you you, you have to you have to do things on my orders. I, I don't you know because I looked up the biblical term which I'm going to get into a, in a little bit and submit from the Bible standpoint is not a command like a dog or a cat. I think people are getting that word wrong. Even the word obey, it is not termed as like a dog or a cat uh, or an animal or, or, or something of a lesser. Uh, when you're talking about submit and obey to humans, I don't think it's to be used in the sense that someone's uh, a, a giving an order. Yes, I'm here. Mm-hmm. So, so Dr. Clark, what what do you think about what Linda said and and my take on the word submit? Yeah, I think um, I think you made some really good points. I think it is important to be 
comfortable in your skin, so to speak. I think it's really important to know yourself, know your strengths, um, and know what you're willing to compromise and, and knowing your boundaries and your hard limits. Um, I also think we have to adjust our expectations a little bit because no one is perfect and we should leave room for growth, but be, you know, kind of practical and not necessarily wanting to change the person, but accepting them for who they are in that moment. Um, there's there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot to take care of in, in a relationship, um, whether that's romantic, social, sexual, physical, aesthetic, financial, recreational, spiritual, emotional. I mean, there's a lot to consider. I think in terms of submission, I think there there is there can be power dynamics at play, and there there's sometimes um, people assume a superiority with within the definition. But I and I think what's important is the consent piece and referring, deferring the will of another um, and have it be within agreed limit, limits and um, to work together. I think it's about reciprocity. I think it's about um, just being able to work together in a way that works for the, those people involved and using the strengths. I think, um, yeah, that th- those are important pieces. Right, and I also hey. really oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Linda. Go ahead, Linda. Yeah, I was also gonna say like since we were talking about earlier, um, about you know certain things that needs to be addressed before marriage, and I think that's something that would need to be addressed because personally for me, I wouldn't want to marry somebody that's super old fashioned in terms of like you know a woman staying at home with the kids and doing all that other stuff because I've been an independent person for a while. So I'm really, I'm, and, and I just love being productive per se. So me being at home, a home, at home mom and just, you know, being this housewife would drive me insane. So that's something that a lot of, a, a lot of these things that would lead to me being submissive would have to be addressed way before I even walk down the aisle. But unfortunately, sometimes people just, you know, miss all these red flags. They just, even though they see the flags, the, the red flags are there. They just, you know, they just go along with it. And then later on, when they get to these marriages, they are like realizing, okay, there these things are not going anywhere. But it's like all these things need to be addressed way before we get married. So Linda, if you're if you're mm-hmm. dating, um, when would you bring up? Because you made a very very kind of poignant point to me that you don't like the old-fashioned relationship. And, and as Dr. Clark alluded to earlier, she said every relationship is different. When would you bring up your – that, to me, sounds like a deal-breaker. So when would you bring up these deal-breakers in dating? Let's say you were out on a date. Would it be your first date, third date, 90-day rule, before sex, after sex? Uh, I'm just giving you some benchmarks. Right. I mean, I think for their first day, I would tell them what I'm looking for and just trying to get to know the person. Um, second day, I think between second and third day, I would really want to see if he is like somebody I could see myself with in the long run. Granted, people don't always give, you know, show their true color, you know, because they try mm-hmm. to make an impression. But I think certain questions would need to be asked while we are on these dates. Because I think when you're on a date with somebody, it's kind of like an interview. You just you're trying to figure out who they are, and they trying to figure out who you are. So. Yeah, I would want to ask him, like, do you want to have kids? Just like I'm asking for, if he would want to have kids, I would want to know, like, do you want to have a housewife or are you okay with a woman who is driven, who's willing, who, you know, who who wants to have a job, who wants to have a career? Like, you know, 
information or these things because if the, if you're not if you're one of those people one of those guys who want their wives to be at home then I don't want to waste my time you know okay okay and and with the submission piece and I think a lot of people although they didn't say it I'm going to look at the comments again but all they although they didn't say it and uh, I know Dr. Clark is a sex expert I think a lot of women think of submission in the term of sex. I don't know if you guys agree with me or not, but I think that's where, you know, the line is drawn that this mm-hmm. is not going to be a relationship or marriage where you, you know, it's five o'clock, you just got off work, you know, honey, it's time to drop. Them. I think <laughs> <laughs> I'm just keeping it real, you know, uh, and I think that's where a lot of people were having an, I would say as much as an attitude about the word submission, although they weren't saying it, I'm just going to bring it straight out that I think the word submission to a lot of women means that the man has a superiority or a desire to have sex and he can call shots when he wants to, whether it's sex or some other areas in the relationship. What, what, are, what are your feelings about that? Um, I think we have to be careful. Oh, go ahead, hon. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, being careful about a sense of entitlement that people may have, being clear hmm. on deal breakers. I think that also making making assumptions can be really, you know, what in in terms of the bedroom, there's some people that can like to role play and so will like to take a submissive role or like to take a dominant role, but maybe would like to change it up every now and then again and not to just do the same thing. So I think we have to be careful just not, yeah, I would would be careful not to like, you know, I think it's good to ask for what you want and what you need, but also be good at receiving no's, both genders, all genders, to, um, and also being aware of your triggers, of your trauma, of different harmful Mm. cycles that have, that have been perpetuated throughout generations. I think it's Mm. really important to be aware of what you, you're carrying from your parents, the mistakes, your fears, what your fears are, and, and not living in a, in a sense of fear. I think tr- building trust and then negotiating that. What works well for one couple is different than what works well in another. And I think it's important to just communicate and negotiate where, where there's overlap and wh- what can work for that couple. Yeah, um, I would I would say like when I heard that statement, I thought she meant like woman needs to not be as strong. We need to step back a little bit because we want we want to make sure the man is always leading in every situation. That's what I got from her statement. And as as far as being submissive in the bedroom, I think it really would be dependent on the person because personally for me, I'm not really into that whole tie me up type thing. And I did I dated somebody who was really into that, and I literally pull up some like slavery stuff and sent to him because I'm like like this is what you want me to be and he was just like why are you shaming me I like it I'm like yeah I don't like it and don't try to make me believe that I'm gonna like it because he was trying to make me trying to make it seem like that's something that I would enjoy and I'm like no sweetie that's not something I would enjoy like I don't want to be tied up like there's nothing I mean arousing to somebody 
hitting me or doing all that crazy stuff people do in the bedroom. I mean, if it works for um, if it works for the couple, great. But for me, it doesn't work, and I'm like, I don't want to be involved with anybody that wants to instill that type of nonsense in my head. I think sex can be great in any way if you have good chemistry. You don't need to tie me up. I don't need to be doing all that extra craziness that I see people do. But yeah, anyways. No. Uh, yeah, I'm, I don't necessarily yuck people's yum. In other words, you know, what works for some people works and others it doesn't. And I think it's just good to, like, communicate what that is and know where your boundaries are. Know what you exactly. what turns you on, what doesn't turn you on. And sometimes people are just not compatible. And to right. put that up front in the beginning, like, yes, I'm really into this kind of sex or I'm really into I really need to be supported in this way. This is how I need to, this is the best way to love me. And I think we have to be careful not to, like, assume that people need love the way we need love. Like, we have to stop projecting and not, um, you know, we have to communicate and ask questions as opposed to making assumptions or assuming that people will read your mind or no. Um so yeah, I think I think everyone again it goes to everyone's different and also being uh uh realistic, communicative and uh figuring out your compatibility before you get uh too involved. Right, exactly. That's why I'm like when we go to these dates, that's why we gotta ask real questions. Don't just show up and look cute and just eat and then right. Go about your business. Like, this is, if you are really serious about finding somebody, this is like the time. Well, I have a theory. Uh, to your point, Linda, um, mm-hmm. I guess I, I'm I'm not having a problem with it, but but when the guy was getting ready to tie you up, and you know, it's in the bedroom at this particular point, so there's a lot of no. dating. Big pardon. I didn't get to the bedroom. No, I didn't let it get there. Nope. Oh, oh, okay. So, so this was a discussion at some point, right? Because he was saying he was into that kind of stuff, and he was basically oh, he was like into it. Me to like it too, and I'm like, no, I'm not gonna like it. I already know I'm not gonna like it. Right, right. So, that's a discussion you you're having up front, and, and how early on? Because you know there are roles in the bedroom. So the, here, here we go again with roles, and the guy is. He's taking from his past, and that to me is a dominant position when he what he was talking about. So right. at some point, uh, if if I'm I'm that kind of guy, first date, second date, actually there's a call usually before dating nowadays. If you don't meet out at the supermarket, there's usually a call or texting before you go out on a date. So Dr. Clark, I'm questioning if I'm that kind of guy. When, 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 when are we going to have this discussion? I want to have it right away. I want to have it as soon as possible. Um, okay. I think that I think it's important to just be clear on what you want. Again, like just communicating what you want, your expectations, and what you're not willing to compromise on. There's deal breakers. Know your deal breakers before you get involved and communicate that. You know, there's people, and also getting clear on your values and what's important to you. If sex is really important to you and you want a very specific type of sex, put that out on the table. If sex is not important to you and you're really interested in building your career and your finance, getting financial stability, then put that on the table. You want to be clear on what's important to you and being able to communicate and see if 
your values align and if you can work together as a team to meet your needs together. But not one person is going to be able to meet all your needs. But I think it's good to be able to communicate what your fantasies are, what your dreams and your aspirations are, and where you can work together towards meeting those goals collectively, collaboratively, um, and, and not it just be this one-way street or just one person serving another person. I think both people need to serve each other. I think that if you start looking for someone to completely complete you or you have an empty void that you're seeking to fill as opposed to doing the work and healing yourself and loving yourself in a way that you are a whole and complete person and you're vibrating on a, on a, on a, in, a, in a way that can attract people that you're more compatible with as in a whole and complete person, two whole and complete people, as opposed to two people that are looking to be, to fill voids through each other. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think it's these, I think we need to get better at communicating with each other, keep, you know, take responsibility for uh, your opinions and um, like, and your emotions too, and how you respond and how you behave and act in a, in a loving manner towards each other. Even if you don't agree, you also have conflict resolution styles that, um, you know, people are going to have different views and there's going to be um, uh, challenges within the relationship. So learning how you negotiate and work through challenges together is also an important piece of, of building a relationship. Yep, well, Linda, totally <laughs> Linda, I hope you won't be a virgin next time. And now that you're broken into the love zone, <laughs> we'd love yeah, to have you back you. And, and, and join in. And anytime you want to call in on a topic, feel free. Uh, I look forward to you know having you as well again. All right, Linda. Thank, Thank you, you so much. <laughs> oh, you're, you're, you're quite welcome. You're quite welcome. And we have another caller. I'm going to put Linda in the green room. You can continue listening, Linda, if you like. We have another caller on the line. I think we have a young lady named Melissa. Melissa, you have something you want to say on this show? Yeah, yeah. Hi, hi. I'm a virgin, too. (laughs) First time calling in. Thank you. Welcome uh-huh. to the Love Zone. We're glad to have you. We have Dr. Clark on the line, so uh, feel free. Well, Dr. Clark, do you feel like this whole notion, this thing that she came up of, you know, submitting and using the Bible, do you think that has something to do with her past relationships? Like her being such a public figure, do you think that, well, I obviously think that it does have something to do with her past relationship, why this is such something that like holds so much weight for her in her relationship. Um, uh, What do you think about that? Um, I'm not really familiar with her past relationships, um, but I think that people do care. I think the lessons that people, the universe has lessons for us to learn and hopefully we'll learn them as quick as possible. So it's, it wasn't learned in the past relationship. It will come up in a new relationship. So I think uh, hopefully she is being informed by uh, past experiences to be able to grow from it and learn from whatever thing that she was supposed to learn from a previous relationship. Um, And depending on, you know, people's religiosity or spirituality, I think just being clear on what your values are and communicating that I yeah, I'm not sure with with her past, but I, I know that, you know, people 
who've experienced traumatic situations, we the way we survive in them, we we use those same techniques in situations that may not be uh, traumatic anymore. And so we have to really be careful, self-aware of how we um, respond to our environment and offering compassion and um, yeah, so I'm yeah, yeah. I totally get what you're saying about um, your past really affecting how you deal going forward. And um, I do think that's what's happening. And me personally, uh, my experience as a, like a millennial, you know, mm-hmm. and my relationships right now, I know that just being saying that I want someone. I'm, that being submissive in a relationship is just going to be the end all, and then a man will love me more. I know that that, of course, will not work for me. And I think Fantasia is really blinding her. Like, she has her blinders on to think that just being submissive and that's, like, going to save her relationship because relationships have different levels. Like, you can be submissive all you want. And what if the guy, the the guy in the relationship is going through something and his role in the relationship changed. Um, I know we're supposed to follow the Bible well in her situation. I guess she's a really hot, diehard uh, Christian or Baptist, you know, and we try to follow the Bible to a T. I guess that's where she's taking it from. But um, she's losing that. Relationships go up and down and back and forth, and it just can't be one-sided all the time. And being submissive is not what's gonna save or make your relationship last ten years. So I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. I want to I want to get into that for the last thing before we close out. The, the 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 marital submission from the Bible's perspective, and I'm reading this right, right. You can Google it yourself. It says, marital submission is when a wife voluntarily and willingly chooses to submit herself under her husband's leadership and authority in their marital relationship. According to 1 Corinthians-3, uh, the man is the head of a woman, therefore the position of the husband as leader is biblical. So the two words that come to mind here, Dr. Clark, to me is, when a wife voluntarily and willingly chooses to submit herself. So I'm going to add my two cents and I'm going to let you comment. If she's voluntarily and willingly do it, to me, it's the process, as I always say, during dating. Just like you choose a corporation to work for, you can choose a corporation like Trump, where a lot of people have left that corporation. (laughs) Because they weren't happy, or you can choose one where I think Obama had a lot of people's staff stay almost to the end. And I think you do that in dating with a man. So if you're going to voluntarily and willingly choose him to be the leader, uh, then you, it, it, from, from this biblical definition, that's when you are willingly to submit. And the only way I see that happening is there's a lot of dating. And to Miss Dr. Clark's points, there's a lot of communication. And she's chosen this man. And if you find that one, 
I think that's a man you can submit to. Your take on that, Dr. Clark? Hmm. Huh. Um, again, I would just say everyone's different. And, you know, if you're being led by the Bible, I think it's also important not necessarily to read everything literally, but understand it's a translation. It was written in a historical co- context. Um, and so I think that there are really great lessons that can be and suggestions. Um, and if that works, that works. But just being clear on your on who you are and what you can offer. And I think that relationships, I think we have to remember the power that each person has and also the choices that we make, that we choose to um, we choose each other. We're choosing to be with each other. And I think there's a lot of pressure that, being married, you don't necessarily have that choice or you've made that choice forever, but remembering that you still are choosing to stay and you can choose to leave, although I think maybe the Bible may have a, a different opinion about that, but I, I think it's important. Uh, I think it's it's a perspective, but it's not the only perspective. It may work in some cases, but it's not going to work in all relationships. And there is a major transition or change in our culture today in different generations there's been different movements happening and I think that um, just getting clear clarity on what you what you're willing to do what your boundaries are um, and the, the willing piece is really important um, and your and your values so I think leadership is great to have take take have leaders and um, but I think it can alternate I think it can be exhausting to have to lead the entire time when I think you can, uh, mm-hmm. I think there's so many different um, possibilities to just limit yourself to one scenario yeah. may work, but it also is, can be really limiting and it may not work. I like to love in a way that frees people and supports people being uh, growing and being the best person that they can be um, that, and, and loving in ways and not making assumptions and trying your best, you know, really trying to, to uh, build peace. I think it's important to have healthy relationships, not only for yourself, but also for your family and for the community as well, that we, we are in a very individualistic society, which our relationship with ourselves, our relationship with God, our spiritual system is also an important piece. Um, but but and and how we relate to who we choose to love. I think um, being clear on how we want to love, how we need to receive love, is I, I'm I'm just I'm a big component of love, and so it doesn't always have to mean submit or dominate. That there that it can change, and um, that there's enough people with enough talent and um, uh, things to contribute. I think it's important to know your purpose and to be supported and find the support system uh, to to pursue that, whether that's hopefully, I mean, I do think that there are so many people out there to be clear on what, what, your, what your needs are is important to communicate that as early as possible. And, um, yeah, I just, uh, some people are not meant to be together for a long period of time. Some, some relations, some people come into our life and are not meant to stay there for a long time, but they may have something to teach us, whether that's how we don't want to be, whether we're clear on our values of what we don't want in our relationship, but to try to pick up on whatever um, uh, messages and lessons that there are 
available through different relating. I think everyone has someone, something to teach me um, and and to be willing and open to what those messages are and to have boundaries and to eliminate toxic mentalities um, that can be perpetuated from very old, uh, old saying. I mean, we, we ch- tend to cherry pick which verse we use uh, from the Bible because, you know, it also told us, I believe it also said something to the effect that slaves should submit to their masters, you know, I mean, things, but it also, it refers to uh, the husband should submit to God. Um, and so there's just a lot of different possibilities and if hierarchical relationships are your thing or more ego, egalitarian relationships are um, are your thing to just communicate that. And there are people who love to submit. There's people who love to dominate. There's people who like to do both. And there's people who like neither. So I think you just find who you're compatible with and work with work with them. Well, well Dr. Clark, I, uh, I think you've uh, kind of summed it up for us. And, and for our audience out there, I, I take it you're in New York, uh, or I think you are in New York, or I guess the question is, how can people get in contact with you and and can, I guess, they cross border lines or is there a phone consultation? Uh, Is there a website? How can uh, people who want help uh, get in contact with you, Dr. Clark? Uh, Sure. I have my website, uh, www.zaleka.com. That's spelled Z as in zebra, E as in elephant, L as in love, A as in apple, I as in igloo, K as in kite, A as in apple, at uh, dot com. I'm also at zaleka at gmail dot com to send email. Uh, and yeah, I'm open for if people need consulting and counseling or uh, want education around. I, I have a lot of services available. So you can check out my website. Okay. And have you written any books just out of curiosity? I am working on my book right now um, <laughs> about the universe, the end of the universe of the, yeah, of the creative energies available. Um, but yeah, I have a few publications um, and um, uh, there's some more information on my website. Well, we would love to have you back on on the Love Zone USA. I think you bring a lot of insight to our listeners, and I would enjoy uh, bringing you back again and uh, helping us with other topics. And we do do a lot with sex because, to me, sex is the number two reason for divorce. So we're trying to help people in those areas, and I think you could uh, lend some insight to our audience, uh, Dr. Clark. And I'd love to have you back again. Sure. Sure. I would love to. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for stopping by the Love Zone, Dr. Clark. And uh, Melissa, thank you so much for calling in. uh, It was a pleasure. Thank you. All right. Well, I'm going to uh, get back into some more music. We're going to let our audience know before the uh, show closes, which is in another uh, 20 minutes. Uh, that is Dr. Clark. I'm going to give her information out again, and we'd like to thank everybody for listening. My name is Mike T. We're going to get back into some more music, and uh, this is one of my favorites. It's by Shaka Khan. She says, uh, <laughs> after you, after I get finished submitting to you, <laughs> 
What you gonna do for me here inside the Love Zone USA.com? Daddy Kane, and trust me, when it comes to love, there's no half stepping on the love zone. USA.com. 
The Love Zone USA. The Love Zone USA. Where you here. Me and Mrs. Jones. We got a thing. I'm 
that I like it. No one like, no one like, no one like it. And you make me come alive, and I feel like I can fly. For me so far, that's a fact, and I'm never going back. Let's stay together, let's stay together. I wanna bless up, I wanna bless up. Talk about bless up, talk about bless up. I wanna That's uh, Corinne Hawthorne. It's called Bless Up, the kind of music you hear here on the uh, Hip Hop Christian Connection every Sunday, 4 p.m. And that's with your host, Tasha Little Queen. Don't forget on Monday nights, we got the Girlfriend Network. That's where women stay connected and they talk about love and relationships with uh, our hosts, Nikon and Karishma. Then on Wednesday nights, we've got the Soul Paradise where you can run on down and uh, do it on the uh, Soul Paradise and drive with Rolls Royce. He's our host. And uh, last but not least, you've got Tony Diamond on Fridays with the uh, Countdown. That's what hip hop and today's R&B, the best seven songs of the last seven days. I come back on Thursdays, every Thursday night, where we talk about love, relationships, sex, dating, and marriage, because we want to keep you together. Tonight's show with our guest, Dr. Clark, was about Fantasia's uh, talking about submission. Well, before I close, I'm going to leave you with this. It's yours truly, Mike T. Every Thursday night, tell your friends about it right here on the Love Zone USA. As I always say, in closing, I've enjoyed your company. Hope you've enjoyed mine. For those of you who did, I'll see you another time. Whatever you do, do it with two. It's more fun than one. And make sure you put a little love in your life. And whenever that relationship might not be going the way you want, just make sure you do what Earth, Wind, and Fire says. Have a love holiday. Here until next Thursday, take care. You be good. Have a blessed week. Ciao. If I held you tight In the morning light